Welcome to the Unbound Healing Podcast. I'm Anne-Marie Garland, nutritional therapist and health coach at Grassfed Salsa, and with me is my co-host Michelle Hoover, certified nutritional therapy practitioner and writer of everything you'll find at Unbound Wellness. Here we share everything about overcoming health challenges from autoimmunity to hormone imbalance and more with holistic living, mindset shifts, practical tips, and a real food paleo approach. Remember our disclaimer, the content within this podcast is intended to provide general information and is not to be substituted for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, Michelle. How are you, Anne? I'm wonderful. What are your updates? Updates. This is going to come out the day before the first day of fall which is so exciting. So early on in, I already have all of my pumpkin and fall and apple and all of those awesome recipes planned. So early on in fall, one of the first things I'm going to put out is a pumpkin bread, which is grain-free, egg-free, AIP, paleo, all that good stuff. So keep your eyes out for that. And another thing I don't think that I mentioned on the podcast yet is I am now a contributor on one of my favorite blogs, EmpoweredSustenance.com, which if you're in this chronic illness and holistic health type world, you probably stumble on Lauren's blog at least minimum once. You need to be stumbling on it more. But I am doing AIP recipes there every month. So I just recently in... Uh, August, I put out like these AIP cheese crackers that are like these tiger nut, nutritional yeast, turmeric, kind of like Cheez-Its. So head over to her blog and check those out and then just monthly recipes from me there. And then keep an eye open for all the pumpkin stuff that I'm doing. But yeah, what about you? Okay. So for me, um, today, actually, I'm making creamy AIP chicken bacon ranch casserole. I don't know how it's going to turn out yet. I just did the ranch version, but if it turns out well, I'm going to post it on the blog. So hopefully that'll get to you by the time this airs. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. What are you loving this week? Okay. So I just posted about this on Instagram stories. I am drinking decaf coffee. I got James a, an espresso maker for his birthday. And so we've been on the hunt to find our favorite decaf coffee. And we came across a different type of process method and it's an EA process method. It's ethyl acetate and ethyl acetate can be a chemical process. So it's not talked about a lot in the health world. You hear more about Swiss water process, but Ethyl acetate can be chemical free and they create ethyl acetate by fermenting sugarcane. And so if I am incorrect here, I'm not an expert by any means. So if I'm incorrect and there is something dangerous about this process, please correct me. But from my understanding, this is great. I've done the research I've done has shown that this is a really good solution. And the difference between the two processing methods is that with EA, it only removes the, sh- the caffeine from the coffee. And mm-hmm. the Swiss water process removes both caffeine and the flavor. And then the processing method go- like takes the flavor back into the coffee, but you just end up 
that's why there's kind of this negative connotation about decaf coffee not tasting good because it doesn't have the same flavors as regular coffee does. So with EA process, you get that. Anyway, we tried going back to like our original Swiss water process because we couldn't make it to the farmer's market. And oh my gosh, it's just such a huge difference in flavor. So highly recommend an EA process. Make sure that it's the EA, the ethyl acetate is created from the fermentation of sugarcane and not chemicals. Very cool. I like that. I drink a lot of decaf. Oh my God. You have to, oh my gosh, you have to figure out. I wonder if they have this coffee that we're drinking up there. Um, It's roasted. Yeah. It's roasted in Austin. So they potentially could take it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on more of a matcha kick right now. I've spent all my fancy drink allowance on that this month because that'll make you broke real quick but <laughs> i'll have to go back to decaf after this but what matchas are you loving um oh my gosh what is it called i'll have to link it in the show notes it's something with a k totally but the main one that i love if you're in dallas um where i'm going or you see me go all the time there's a place called local press and brew and they make just this amazing matcha latte. So my once a week, like little food outing thing, usually just like after church when we're looking to go somewhere, we usually go there, but I'll have to link whatever I got. Just It was just on Amazon in the show notes for matcha. Yeah, I really like Republic. I've been on a matcha kick for a while now. I really like Republic of Tea has a really good one. There's like wild matcha or something from Barefoot Provisions is a great one. And then Matcha Full, I think is Mm. the other one that I get. So those are really good. With matcha, you want to make sure that the container that it comes in is dark because matcha is like very delicate. And you want to store it in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Facts. (laughs) we're not just talking about matcha facts we're talking all about holistic non-toxic makeup and body care products and i don't know about you but i needed this this week to talk about just something really fun and informative and not super duper heavy it's just fun you and i were texting i think on like tuesday night when i was having my little i had a little like mental breakdown of looking at how many days we have left in the year and how many things i want to do and i was just like oh my gosh i have so many things to do and i just felt overwhelmed so i was like you know what i'm gonna put out my makeup blog post this week we're gonna talk about makeup and it's gonna be fun yeah yeah. I know that this is like a very fun and honestly, I find makeup to be kind of empowering. Like I yeah. I feel like so many people think that it's just this aesthetic thing, but it's something that to me I just I don't know what it is about it, but I I really feel like makeup can be a very empowering thing for women to It's expressive, you know. Yes, exactly. It's just a way of expressing your personal style. Exactly. So- Yeah. Some people view it, you know, you can view it however you want, but that's definitely how I view it. It is not 
course, you don't need makeup to be beautiful. That is not why we're doing this podcast, but it's an expressive thing. It's fun to do. I guess we're obviously both people who have fun with it. And if you're going to be doing it, we want to give better options for safer stuff. Because for me, it took me a long time to transition over to safer things that I was, I really had to get my diet you know, 100% to where I mostly wanted it before I started getting into makeup because it's a whole other expense. It's a whole other thing to have to learn about. It's like finding, you know, all the new brands and the new tips and tricks and find the ingredients to look for all over again. So it's like doing diet part two. And that's why we're putting out this podcast to give you a little bit of a resource of how to actually do it if you haven't done it yet, because it took me years. And, or if you've already done it, um, just some more brands for you to look into, some more fun products. Yeah, so we'll talk a little bit about why you should care about this. We're not going to go into the actual chemicals and ingredients and things like that to avoid because there are just like so, so many. And the hardest thing for me to kind of tackle personal, when I was tackling personal care was that even the ingredients that are quote unquote, like clean or safe for you to use still kind of have chemically sounding names. And mm. so, or they can. And so it's kind of scary because you, you look at something from whole foods or from natural grocers and you're like, well, how is this any cleaner? Like, I still don't understand any of these ingredients exactly. on this list. It's not like food where it's like, oh, if you just can't pronounce it, makeup is a little bit different. Right. So the trick, and I, I don't think I have this talk, I'm going to bring this up later or anything, but the trick that I found when I was first transitioning, there is a, the EWG, the Environmental yes. Working Group, has an app out. Do you know what that app is called? I can't remember. Think Clean. I have it on my phone, actually. Think Dirty. Think Dirty. Hey. Okay. So you can scan the barcode of While anything in the, in the store, store. Mm -hmm. yeah. or if you're doing an overhaul and you're phasing things out, you can do scans of your products now, find the dirtiest products that you own and use on a daily basis, and then phase those ones out first. So mm -hmm. instead of just jumping right in, all buying in, everything which yeah. would be a huge shock and a huge overwhelm. You a huge can, cost. A huge right. Expense. You can figure out for yourself what needs to go first. And so that gives you a rating. I think, it, oh, it's a rating of one to 10. So mm -hmm. the, the um, anyway, one through three is the cleanest and then it goes up to 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They also have, the EWG also has an app for food. I don't remember what that one's called either. Interesting. But we found one. out that Hershey's milk chocolate kisses were like a 10. So then all my, all my coworkers started <laughs> calling my, the first 15 years of my life. Yeah. So all my coworkers were like, can we get rid of the cancer chocolates? I'm like, oh my God, I've taught you something. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So let's get into why you should care about this. Yes. So the personal care industry is actually unregulated and the United States hasn't passed any major federal laws to regulate the safety of it since 1938. And so there are literally 
like the the regulation that has passed is that they can't regulate it. So there are literally no laws that are protecting us. Think about how many products, how many new ingredients, how many new brands have come out since 1938. Like pretty yeah. much everything. You go into Sephora, you look around, maybe a couple, I, a couple ingredients. I mean, at least that you know, it, it's insane. It's shocking. And the thing is that the skin is your largest detoxifying organ in your body. So it's not the most important detoxifying organ. I would say that that would be your liver, but it is the largest one in your body. And since you're putting these substances on your body, it's being absorbed into your body, into your bloodstream, all of that, You, it's just really something that's very important for you to consider and just making sure that you're minimizing your toxic exposure wherever you can. So most people might think like, oh, well, maybe I'm just getting a few toxins here or there. I did some research and it's been estimated in studies that the average woman slathers, massages, sprays over 515 different synthetic chemicals on her body every single day. It's insane. It is like the most insane thing and disgusting and just terrifying thing that I've ever heard of. It's just crazy. So um, this has sort of become a recent passion of mine, I would say, within the last six to eight months of not just body care in general and, and makeup and all of that, but just like detoxing your entire environment and what that really looks like. So it's not just nutrition and that's what we always focus on, but you know, I've talked about water in the past and then it comes down to this and then it comes down to like how you move. And there are just so many ways that you can detox your body and your environment other than food. And this is just one small component to that. All right. So I have a few facts that I want to share here. So did you know that the FDA does not have the legal authority to approve cosmetic products and ingredients other than color additives before they go on the market? The FDA also does not have a list of tests required for any particular cosmetic product or ingredient. So what this means is that for most brands you'll find in your supermarket, they're not tested for human safety, regardless of what the label says, because there is no legal authority to approve that. So this is the case for like your child's shampoo and diaper rash creams, your toothpaste, your dry shampoo spray, your perfume, your makeup, every single thing that you use on a daily basis. And this is like it sounds like I'm doing one of those like creepy health news things where I'm like, oh my God, everybody on cue, freak out. But this is more just like me really trying to persuade you that this is something that you should consider and that you should devote a little bit of time and energy into figuring out how you can reduce your exposure to these potentially harmful products that you may be using on a daily basis. Okay, so companies are allowed to put nearly any chemical into personal care products sold in the U.S., even known carcinogens, without any safety testing and without disclosing all the chemicals on the labels. So that's another thing. They don't have to put the chemicals on the labels. And one thing that like goes back to this whole unregulated business is I, I saw somebody post, I don't know if I want to air some other brands dirty laundry we can cut this later if we want to talk about it but um there is a brand called Tell them the tea. 
There's a brand called Melaleuca. It's called The Wellness Company. and Well, that's their tagline, The Wellness Company. And they are an MLM. We won't get into all of that, but they're supposedly like this cleaner product. So this person that I saw posting about on Facebook was talking about how she was so excited to like clean out all the crap in her house and start using products that were cleaner, more natural and everything. So I started looking at like what this was and the lotion that she had used. It's called Renew and it has petroleum in it. It has fragrance in it. It has all these things in it that I'm just like, wait a second, how is this company convincing people that they're a clean, chemical-free company? It's just because it's unregulated. They don't have to disclose any of this information. It's just it's just crazy. It's the same thing as just when you go to the grocery store and you see just a box of crackers or whatever, and they're like, all natural. It's like, what does that yes. really mean? Yes. So that is in every industry, but specifically this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here are some of the dirty details that we can talk about. So by law, these companies producing these products are not obligated to list all of the ingredients on the label. Only about 10% of body care ingredients have ever been tested for safety. 10%. Many of the conventional products contain skin penetration enhancers, which allows those chemicals to enter your bloodstream. More than one in five beauty products contains chemicals linked to cancer. U.S. manufacturers often make different, safer versions of their products, which are sold overseas. This is because the cosmetics regulations are much stricter than in the U.S. And on that same note, the European Union has bound more than 1,400 of the chemicals found in U.S. body care products and cosmetic products, which is insane. So it's really up to you to determine what toxins are worth it to you to fully eliminate from your life and which are worth the risk. So we're going to talk about some of our favorites that we found alternative substitutes for. And some of them we may get a little heated about, uh, passionate about, I guess, just because it's something that I'll like. There's one in particular that I'm thinking about for myself. Something that I see my friends using every single day and the type of product that it is and what's included in it and where that product is being put is just terrifying to me. So Mm -hmm. some of them we might get a little bit more passionate about than others, um, but we're just going to give you our information. And one thing that I really wanted to say is there is a stigma against some of these natural products, um, whether it's deodorant or makeup, just not really working that well. So I would recommend not just going out and like purchasing anything that looks decent at Whole Foods. I would spend some time, choose what it is, like here's the process I would go through. I would choose what it is that you want to replace first, do some research on what brands and products people are loving, and then start to go from there rather than just like saying, okay, I want to clean up my makeup bag. I'm going to go to Whole Foods. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm going to go to Whole Foods makeup counter and just look at like whatever's on sale because then you're going to set yourself up for disappointment when the product doesn't work that well, then you've already invested money in it. And then you may end up giving up everything. Just going back. Yeah. Right. So that would kind of be the process that I would take here. 
Michelle and I have cross-tested everything that we're talking about today. So we've not only used these products, but we've also used other pro other brand versions. And these are the ones that we love and that we use personally. So those are the ones we're going to talk about today. And I just wanted to say that as we're recording this right now in 2017, we're not affiliated with any of these brands that we're going to talk about. I have on my blog, like I have an affiliate account with hundred percent pure just because I love them, but we're not being paid by any of these brands to talk about them. We're not directly selling any of this stuff. And I mean, all that stuff is fine if you are affiliated with them, but with any of these brands, but I just wanted to say that we're putting out something that's kind of, you know, not necessarily biased towards one brand or the other. And yeah, this is all stuff that we've used ourselves. And I just did a blog post on my favorite products, like the things that I use every single day, my 100% favorite. So I'm going to be talking about some of those that I already mentioned in the blog post, but I'm also going to talk about some other things that I still really like, just didn't make my everyday favorites, which with makeup, there's special occasion stuff. There's just certain situations where you'd use one thing and not the other. So we have a lot to talk about. So right. you want to start with foundation? Sure. So what, what are your favorite foundations? Yeah. So my favorite foundation, and we're going to probably, at least I'm going to mention a lot of conventional brands, just because I was big into conventional makeup for quite some time, which is why I'm so excited about talking about this. So the conventional and, and just comparing the two is because I think that's a good bar for understanding if you're familiar with conventional makeups. So the conventional makeup foundation that I used to use was um, Tarte, which is a cleaner brand, but it still had a little bit of a higher rating on the EWG. And um, I was just looking to mix it up. I have also used a benefit and um, definitely moved away from that one as well. And for me, when I'm looking for foundation, I'm looking for something that's a lot heavier coverage pretty much everything you're going to hear me talk about is heavier coverage so just know that with everything i'm talking about i'm not a sheer beauty girl like if i'm going to be paying a lot of money for something i want you to see it on my face so i i also like liquid foundation so i went on instagram stories a couple of months ago a couple weeks ago at this point but i was just going for a walk and i've got myself on Instagram stories and said ahead of time, Hey, um, like I'm going to do a makeup post. Does anybody have any recommendations for a foundation and this and that? And then I went on my walk and I got back and I had like 30 DMS of just all these people talking. I was like, wow, that was like 20 minutes and everybody just went crazy. And one thing that everybody was mentioning was crunchy. So it is crunchy with an eye and this is one of the brands out of everything I'm going to talk about that I am most impressed with. And it was, it delivered exactly what I wanted that I was getting from my benefit from Tarte, which is that heavy coverage, like a good medium to heavy coverage, a liquid foundation, one that dries really well, one that isn't sticky, one that goes on really nicely. And I also got their foundation brush to go on and it's perfect. It's a 
very, you know, kind of just smooth look. I, it's not shiny. It's pretty matte. I am a matte girl as well. So I highly recommend that foundation if you're looking for something. It's really popular in the clean beauty community that a lot of people are turning to crunchy and it's on par for pricing with what everything else is. And it, it was about under $50, like $46, $48 for a foundation. And the thing that held me back a long time from getting a foundation online is color matching. Like even if I'm in Sephora trying to put on different foundations, I still, I will be putting them on my face and I won't know what looks good, what doesn't. But they have a pretty good color match system on their site of where they really explain it and they will send you samples. So they send a whole little sample kit that you can get a few of them at a time. So if you're wondering which one is going to work for you, you can get samples. So that is the liquid foundation that I tried and I really loved. Another one that I want to bring up, which I haven't tried this one yet, but this is a really, it's a really cool looking foundation kind of system. So Coco Kind, which is a... It's mostly a skincare brand, but they're dabbling more in makeup and they have um, this primer and all of their stuff is kind of just real food-based ingredients. It's really good stuff. It's very similar to Primally Pure, which is another one that we'll be talking about. And they have a primer um, with a powder base and it's kind of that no makeup makeup look. And that one looks really great as well, but those are my two that I wanted to shout out. So what about you? Okay. So I have freckles, so I am different. I don't, I don't go for full coverage because then my freckles go away and either my face, it can look good, but on some people, but for me, it just kind of ends up looking sort of muddy and I like my freckles, so I don't want to hide them. So I either use like a, uh, powder. Sometimes I'll go with a foundation, but only if it's more like a tinted moisturizer, because again, I like my freckles to show through. So the ones that I use are Bare Minerals or Well People. And I have a few different opinions on both of those. So with, I started out with Bare Minerals and Bare Minerals is one of those also that's like better on the EWG list, but not completely perfect. Um, I stopped using their blush because their blush is, it's a high, it's rated higher, like more poorly on the EWG list than their foundation is. So I did stop using their blush, but their foundation powder I still use. And then I tried to switch to well people. Now I will say that I did like well people, but the price was, I think the price was about the same as Bare Minerals, but it didn't last as long and it didn't last on my face as long. So for me, those were two decisions that made me go back to Bare Minerals. So I am back to Bare Minerals. I'm trying a new tinted moisturizer from Beauty Counter, um, but I haven't received it yet. So I don't know. I don't know how I'll like it. So those are my two recommendations for those powders. And I think Bare Minerals is still like number, I think they rank like three on that EWG list. So it's still a relatively clean product. And what even well people told me, the difference between theirs and Bare Minerals was that there are 
like one or two ingredients and bare minerals that aren't necessarily unclean, but they are sometimes problematic for certain people. So like maybe if you're, I don't really know what problematic for some people means, but let's say like maybe if you are prone to acne, then this could be a problematic food uh, product for you. Or if you're, if you have dry skin, for me, I'd already been using it. So I knew that it wasn't a problematic powder for me. And so to me, it kind of seemed like, okay, why am I going to pay more for something that doesn't last as long when I know that the two ingredients that it's missing are just, um, you know, it's not something that's harming my skin. Okay. And then you also brought up primer. So I'm going to talk about that real quick. I actually don't use a primer for powders, but I've heard that that can be a really great option. So maybe if I were to start doing that with the well people, it would last longer throughout the day. And that could, you know, then I could transfer over to that product instead. I do use primers for my eyeshadow. And the one that I use for eyeshadow, it's the pure primer and it's for eyeshadow or powder. I just don't use it for powder. And it is the, the brand is Ionica, maybe I N I K A and it's clean. Cool. So sliding on to the concealer, I will also talk about well people. So well people will link all of the brands that we're talking about in the show notes. So rather than an E it's spelled with a three. So W three L L people. And they're based in Austin. And that was another one that a lot of people had recommended to me. And, and if you could see my desk right now, it's covered in a lot of products just so I could like pull them up and talk about it. <laughs> this is like my beauty YouTuber moment that is still never going to happen because everybody's just going to hear this. So this Well People Concealer um, that I use, it is a liquid concealer, comes in a, just like a little bottle. It's not a, um, like a pressed cream and it works really, really well. So the, how much I've been using at this point, it definitely seems like it's going to last a really long time. And Well People is another one where you can get samples. So that's a really good option. It's a really good brand to check out, highly recommended. And I almost wound up just getting the concealer from Crunchy because that was another one that came highly recommended. But for the blog post that I was writing, I really wanted to give everybody a lot of brands to work with. So I haven't tried Crunchy, but a lot of people recommend it. So I recommend that one. Um, Do you want to talk about your eyeshadow and then I'll talk about mine? Yeah. So the eyeshadow I use is uh, Araza. <laughs> it's going to be hard to pronounce. Yes. Um, and again, we aren't affiliated with these companies, but they did reach out and they gave uh, a discount code for grass-fed salsa is the coupon code. So you can, if you care to try their products, you can use oh, that cool. for, I think, 10% off. Um, so I don't get any kickback from it. It's just for you guys. So hopefully you can enjoy that, but I use their eyeshadow. I should pull my makeup bag. Uh, go ahead and talk about yours. I'm going to pull my makeup bag. So I have what color I use because I love it. It is so gorgeous. It looks like one of them that you shared actually in your, in your post. Yeah. It's like kind of like that golden metallic color and Mm -hmm. it's, the pigment is really great and it stays on really well with that eye primer. Cool. Okay. So I'm going to go grab that while you talk about it. 
Okay. Bye, Anne. Now it's just us girls. No, really. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about Lily Lolo. Um, so I, to compare it back to conventional makeup again, I was a big naked palette girl. So if you don't know the naked palette, it is from the brand Urban Decay and it's embarrassing how long I've had some of these make naked palettes that I was just now getting rid of. But, um, so the Naked palette, it's basically just a big palette that has a lot of basic colors and they last forever. It is a great palette to have. And I was looking to replace that specifically. And they have one that's similar at 100% Pure, which is another brand that we're gonna talk about, but it didn't do it exactly for me 100%. And then I found this brand from Lily Lolo. Um, and this particular palette, the one that I have that is also linked in my blog post, it's called the Laid Bare Palette. And it is a really good, just clean dupe for the original Naked Palette. And I actually swatched it in my blog post, swatched it up against the Naked Palette. And it's some of the colors are almost identical, that it's a lot of the same colors that you know and love if you are a Urban Decay girl. And the colors are so really just highly pigmented. It goes on really well. It stays on all day. And I've been wearing this palette for a couple of weeks now. And then every time I just look at pictures or like look at it in the mirror, I just think about how much I love it and how much it you know, stays on and it really pops. So it's also a pretty good price. Um, I want to say it's about $36 or something like that. So again, on par with what you would find for conventional makeup, but is just as good as conventional makeup. So it is smaller than a naked palette. It's a little bit less product, but the naked palette, it literally lasts for, you could use that thing for years. You could use it forever. So I think that this one is going to be one that's going to last a really long time. And they have multiple different palettes. So I think they have at least three. So if you go to Lily Lolo, they have a lot of products that are all pretty good. Um, I found this brand from another good shout out here, the Organic Bunny. She is a great blogger for just finding clean products. I really trust her opinion and what she puts out there. And I found it originally from her and I love it. So that's my favorite eyeshadow by far. All right, so the Araza color that I use, it's raspberry and citrus infused eye color, and I think the color is called rose gold, and that's a very true definition of the color. It's really beautiful. I love a rose gold. Oh, yeah. Sure. That is, yeah, that's my favorite color. Um, I have the rose gold toned naked palette too. As well. I forget which one that was. Naked something or other, doesn't matter. I'm not recommending it right now. So let's move on to eyeliner. So yeah, I have not found a good eyeliner, so I'm excited Ooh, to hear boy. your rec. Oh, yes. So yeah, so the eyeliner that I used to use was Stila. And I recently saw a Facebook video on where they had tested all these different eyeliners and the one that I used to use from Stila had come out on top. So it was a great eyeliner. It had parabens in it and a bunch of junk. Um, at least the last I checked, they could have changed it, but it wasn't a clean, natural product. And for me, if I'm going to be doing makeup, 
I, all I really need, if I'm just going to be going anywhere, my like signature just basic look is just foundation and eyeliner. Like I'm not going to do anything without a thick line of black eyeliner. Like I want the black, black, like really dark, um, liquid eyeliner. I do not like pencil. So I had, I, I, that eyeliner was like the first makeup that I started using when I was younger and I've gone through a million of them. So I had a very, um, just very strict list of requirements for what I wanted. And that's why it took me so long to find an eyeliner, but the dream brand for me, and honestly, probably my favorite brand out of all of these that if you're looking for anything, this is the one that I recommend for most things. And that's 100% pure. So I found this brand just kind of searching on Facebook, seeing what people were saying about good quality, cleaner beauty. And 100% pure has tons of stuff. They have everything. The eyeliner specifically is what I'm going to talk about now. But funny story about 100% pure. So most they have a huge website online. But if you live in the Bay Area in... California, that is where they're based. So they have stores there. So you can actually go in and just geek out. And so this is going to be a tangent, but I have a point. Um, so last December, I was in Indonesia. Did you see that little bit where I ran off to Indonesia for a week? I did. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was working... And long story short, I was working for a ministry and another ministry in Indonesia had asked me to come teach their people what I did. So I did like a private training in Indonesia. Professionally, it was a really cool thing, but emotionally and physically, it was really hard to go to Indonesia and back in like six days time, basically. It's a 13 hour time difference. It's 48 hours travel time that I did. So on my way back, I slept probably a combined like 10 hours. I did not sleep the entire trip. I was so jet lagged. I felt horrible. And I was just eating baby food packets and Epic bars the entire time. So by the time I got back in the States, I landed in San Francisco and I was just so happy to be there. And I tried to get on standby for an earlier flight because I had like a seven hour layover and I couldn't get on. And I was just so pouty and I'm walking around the airport just so mad. And I found a 100% pure store in the airport. And I just went in and I was like, all of the retail therapy, oh my gosh. So I just bought all this stuff. I had already used 100% pure. So I just went and just did some serious retail therapy. And then I went to the food court and just ate like a bunch of sushi. And I was like, I'm happy now. It'll just get me back to Dallas. But it's a fond memory of landing in that airport and going to that. So if you're ever going through the San Francisco airport, if you're ever in the Bay Area, go to this place. It's amazing. So their eyeliner is a liquid eyeliner. It's not a marker like the Stila eyeliner is. It basically has like a little well and a brush. So, but it goes on similarly to one that's a marker. Um, the only thing that I will say about it, and you have a lot of control because it's a brush. So the tip of the brush is, it's, it's sometimes with um, those, the tip of the brush will be like flaky. It's not, it's a really good 
high quality product. So you have a lot of control with what you want to do with it. The only thing I will say is that it takes a little while to dry. So you have to be strategic with all of the other makeup that you're putting on in the morning. And that's probably like the last thing that you want to put on and make sure that you're spacing everything else out because I have smudged it quite a bit while I was just figuring out how to use it. So that's the only thing that I would say about that eyeliner. But that's the best one that I've been able to find that I see a lot of other people using that one. So 100% pure just in general. And that is also the brand that I'm going to recommend for mascara. So I believe this was the first thing that I actually even tried from 100% pure. And I'm another big mascara person as well. And the one that I used to use was the Benefit brand. And I think it was called Their Real. And it was just really just big, big look at me lashes. Um, (laughs) Commercial brainwashing there. But It was just these big, beautiful eyelashes that you'd get from it. And the 100% pure, it it is on par with that. It is perfect. It stays on so well. It is like a waterproof kind of uh, staying power, but it doesn't doesn't smudge. It doesn't make your face just like super just stained and gross after you take it off. And the one that I use, it is the black tea mascara. So it is colored with black tea. All of their stuff that is colored is um, colored with fruit. So it's all like fruit pigmented makeup. So highly recommend, highly, highly, highly. That is the one that whenever I talk about makeup on Instagram stories or whatever, I mention that one and tons of people come back to me and they say, hey, I tried that and it was amazing. I love it. So if you don't get anything from this, if you're just looking for one thing to try, honestly, that is the thing that I would recommend. That's a really great recommendation and just inspired me. So my recommendation (laughs) for mascara was or is Beauty Counters Mascara. And I've talked about this before that I had tried it, loved it. It worked really well for me, but I had a hard time recommending it because I'd heard from a lot of people that the formula of it just didn't work for them. It would flake off or smudge or whatever. Um, And so they reformulated it. So I'm curious now to see if more people are able to use it successfully. But they have a volumizing one, which I have not tried, and then a lengthening one. And I'm with you. If there is nothing else I put on my face besides face oil in the morning, it's mascara. And I have really long natural lashes. And so I mascara is just my thing. It's what I love to put on. And I'm, I was really passionate about Mary Kay mascara. And so I just kept going back to that one, even after finding the beauty counter one, which I loved, it was just Mary Kay was easier for me to get. So I would get that one anyway. So I have the two new beauty counter mascaras coming and that's going to be the lengthening and the volumizing one. So I'm going to buy 100% Pure's mascara and I'm going to do a little test on my blog of those three and let you guys know which one is best because I'm all about finding the best beauty products out there and having three different tubes on hand would likely be good for someone like me who waits until I'm completely out of something before I have to order it again. 
I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, I have a stick of my deodorant, which I have to order, that is literally like falling out of the tube because it's so low. (laughs) Relatable. And I even went to their website, like as I was putting together this outline, I even went to their website. I should have just ordered it and I didn't. (laughs) Terrible. Uh, So lip products. Okay. I, um, we've also talked about this before. I'm more of a gloss girl. If I wear anything, Michelle's more of a lipstick girl. So those are going to be our two differences with lip gloss. I also like beauty counters, lip gloss. The one that I'm using now though is from Araza. So A-R-A-Z-A. And I don't actually know where it is. It's probably in my purse. I can't tell you the color I use, but I really like their lip gloss. It's kind of like a chapstick feel, but it's a nice color um, and gloss and stays on well. And I get a lot of compliments on it. Although I will say I received more compliments when I was using the Beauty Counter lip gloss. Cool. So... I have a lot of things to say about lip products all the time. I'll just try to do the highlights. So 100% pure. This is another one of the first products that I got from them. I'm pretty sure this is what inspired me to try them. Um, So they're lip caramels. Um, Well, let me back up for a second. So the problem that many people who are AIP or paleo or have nightshade issues uh, will run into with lip products is that a lot of them are colored. What I've noticed is a lot of them are colored with tomato and eggplant, or they have nut oils in them. And for me, it's just non-negotiable. I just can't put eggplant on my skin or anywhere near my mouth, or I will feel really bad. So I'm just really not willing to risk that. I feel horrible when I have nightshades. So that was the biggest um, obstacle in finding all these lipsticks and these lip colors that I'm going to be talking about, but hundred percent pure. So they have lipstick, but it is colored with tomato. So I was afraid of that one, but I tried their lip caramels, which does not have any, um, nightshade, no soy, nothing like that. No nut oils in it. And it is, I would liken it more to, so I believe it's also Stila. They have a good, um, lip, uh, like a lip tint. It's not a lipstick. So I would liken it to that. It's not a lipstick. It's a lint lip tint, but they are really highly pigmented. So this is not another sheer thing. Um, it is really great color. And if you go on my blog and you search Sorbetto, S-O-R-B-E-T-T-O, I did a review a couple years back of when I originally got this color and it's a beautiful color. It's, I think I swatched it too with Mac girl about town and it's very similar to that, which is one of my old signature colors. So I was very happy to find this one. And so I highly recommend the lip caramels. The only thing I'll say about it is I find myself reapplying it a lot. Um, but I don't find myself reapplying this next one a lot, which is also similar, um, but it's a lot smaller, so there's less product. Um, and that is Fairy Girl. So Fairy Girl, I found, I think just on Instagram, but it is, it's not one of these that's just all food-based ingredients. So it's not not necessarily just the squeakiest, like you could literally eat it. It's not one of those, but it's 
vegan, gluten-free, paraben-free, like it's free of all the really bad stuff. And it is just jaw-dropping how much I love these products. I just found it recently and I already just ordered a bundle from them. So they do bundles where you can go on and say, oh, I just really like pinks or I really like reds. And they will send you at a discount, kind of like three of the colors that you really like. And it's just such a great deal. They run sales a lot and it is also a lip tint with a good applicator. It, like I said, it's a smaller product, so there's a little bit less in there, but it's a good price. It, the colors are beautiful. I'm obsessed with every single one they have. If you go on my blog, the post that I just did that we'll link in the show notes, um, the one that I'm wearing, that's probably my favorite, it's called Cherish. Um, and it's just a really pretty uh, kind of pink fuchsia color. I also really like the color from them. Faith, that is a lighter pink. Um, Zin Rose, that's a little bit deeper of a color. So Fairy Girl is awesome. I'm going to be a longtime customer for sure, unless if somebody comes back and it's like, did you know that they have such and such in it? Which, like, I'm open to constructive feedback, whatever but I'll take it. Um, and then the last lip product, lipstick that I wanted to talk about is actually a lip crayon. So it's Axiology, A-X-I-O-L-O-G. And this is another one that I just found a cute girl wearing on an Instagram. And I was like, hey, you're selling me. I'll buy it. So I did. And in this, the this is one of the products that just has awesome ingredients. So shea butter, castor oil, avocado oil, moringa, um, avocado oil, vitamin E, orange oil, elderberry, like just good stuff in here. So this is a really great product. And the one color that I have so far is Enchant. And it is a very fall winter color. So it's kind of like this deep almost purple and it's just beautiful i wore it on instagram stories to kind of show everybody and everybody was like okay what is that color where do i buy it everybody really liked when i showed the color and i swatched it and i showed the ingredients so highly recommend this one as well it's a lip crayon which i've never really liked before but i love this one and then just really quick so um some glosses not glosses um just like moisturizers and stuff like that. So Tropical Traditions has a really good moisturizer. We talked about them recently. Primally Pure, which we'll talk about more. They have a good one. And then one that's kind of more like a drugstore brand. They sell this, I believe at Whole Foods. I know it's at Sprouts too. It's Pacifica. And they have um, lotions as well. It's a good cleaner brand. And they also have... Um, kind of like a tinted lip moisturizer. And I wear this a lot. It's really easy to get a little bit of color on your lips and get a little bit of moisturizer as well. So, and it's actually, it's called the Color Quench Lip Tint. And I get the sugared fig. Delicious. So, yeah. Oh, no, I could, go on, I could go on forever. Those are the highlights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just nail the highlights. Polish. Nail polish. I'll talk about that too. So 100% pure also has nail polish. Um, I've used those and I like it. Um, another one that I've found interesting. So this is a theory that I have, but 
there is such a thing called a shellac manicure and shellac is basically what makes things shiny and this is going to be a little bit gross but it's true it's derived from the lac beetle so it's what makes skittles and m&ms shiny too sorry about it but you're eating you know the shell they get that from the shell of the beetle so it's in a lot of nail polish and i have really bad reactions to all nail polish i actually got a shellac manicure one time and you know this was like a 40 dollar manicure and it's supposed to stay on for two weeks and within two days the whole thing was gone it was like a week max and i had you know just a little bit of flakes left and it was just terrible it flaked off immediately so the lac beetle actually its main source of food from what i've read once on a blog is that it eats goji berries which are nightshades so my theory is that i was reacting to the like there's basically kind of some nightshade action going on in shellac products that was my theory just because i react so badly to shellac products and i react so badly to nightshades if any let me has- that is so interesting because um sorry just let me interrupt real quick no, I, shellac doesn't work on my nails it's like my yeah. nails reject it so other my people nails sh- reject it that's how i yeah. say it. Yeah. It's like, um, other people other, love it. Yes. And it'll stay on for a long time. Mine like s- literally starts to peel off within yep. like four or five days. And I am really sensitive to nightshades. That is so interesting. That's my theory. So mine peels off in sheets. Like I will, like Same. the entire nail would just come off at once. So that's my theory. It may or may not be true, but I yeah that is so interesting (laughs) yeah so it's hard because if you put on just regular nail polish that's flaking off in a short amount of time anyway so something that i found recently kind of like a safer gel i haven't tried this yet you can look into it Uh, i just wanted to shout it out it's called bio seaweed gel so some um salons carry it as well so you can go on their website just look up bio seaweed gel and it's like a gel manicure, but from what I read, at least it's safer ingredients derived from seaweed and um, it should be a safer option. I also hear that the dips are supposed to be a safer option, but I'm still experimenting with all of that. It's funny. I say, oh, who cares about what my nails look like? Nobody's going to see it. But I, I do a lot of like hands in the shot in my food photography. I'm like actually like hundreds of thousands of people see my nails. So you really need to get your act together, Michelle. <laughs> so I'm figuring this all out with you guys. But if you want a something to just start playing with right now, 100% pure is the default. So what about moisturizers? Okay. So for moisturizers, I have three that I kind of rotate between depending on whether I'm planning on placing an order or I'm buying from natural grocers. So when I'm buying from natural grocers, I get Amory Borland's brand and they have a beauty pearls rejuvenation serum, which is also like a moisturizer. So I like that one. There's my shell M Y C H E L L E. They have a hydrating serum that I like. And then I love, 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 but they are so expensive. Beauty counters, face oils. They smell so good and they absorb into your skin really well. They don't leave your face really oily. So I can literally apply my bare minerals powder immediately after I put those oils on. 
Um, but again, they're expensive. I think they're like $68. I just ordered a brightening one because I've been, I've gotten a sunspot since I've been pregnant. So I'm trying brightening. I've been doing the balanced in the past. Um, but those are the three moisturizers that I kind of rotate between. And then for, do you have any moisturizers that you want to recommend? Um, I like Primally Pure. They've okay. got like a body butter. Cool. So I use Primally Pure for deodorant. And deodorant is one of these that I'm pretty passionate about. There's another one that I'm going to get more passionate about. But with deodorants, the really important thing here is that they're aluminum free. And you can find lots of aluminum free deodorants. Deodorants that actually work that are aluminum free is difficult. And mm -hmm. it depends on whether like it's not working for you as in it's not keeping you from perspiring or it's not keeping you from smelling good. And so you kind of have to like figure out which one works for you and your body chemistry. Deodorant is a hard one because most often people are going to have to try several that come well recommended before they find what works for them. What works for me really well is just the original primarily pure deodorant that has baking soda in it. A lot of people can't do their baking soda option because the, it, their skin is too sensitive. Um, but both me and James love Primally Pure's deodorant. So I get the lavender for myself, the tea tree oil for him. And that's it. What about shampoo, Michelle? Um, yeah, just really quick, 100% pure again. There's one that I use, um, Maple Holistics. That's the one that I buy when I don't want Daniel using my 100% pure. <laughs> and that one, I just get it on Amazon. So dry shampoo. Dry shampoo. Oh my God. This I is my, anymore, so oh, this is my passionish, passionate one. Really? So the, yes. The, the topic that I'm most passionate about. So with deodorants and aluminum, aluminum, you're putting this on something that is not only on like on your armpits. Okay. Going back to deodorant, you're putting this aluminum on your lymph nodes and you're also putting it directly next to your breasts, which is for women, like we all have an underlying, like, you know, awareness of breast cancer. It's just shocking to me that we're putting this substance directly next to lymph nodes and our breasts. It's just insane. So dry shampoo is the same. Dry shampoo's active ingredient is aluminum or like the primary ingredient in every single dry shampoo that you will find that's not some more natural form of it is going to have aluminum in it. Not to mention it being an aerosol. So we all know the problems with aerosol and yet we're we're still using them. It's just crazy. And you're putting this on your scalp. Like I just, I, as soon as I like really realized what it was in that product and that I have so many friends that will use this five days a week. So they don't have to wash their hair every day, which I totally get. Um, it's just, it's terrifying that we have been using this relatively new product for such a short amount of time that studies aren't done on it. It's going directly on our scalp every single day. We're inhaling it because it's right by our face. Mm -hmm. And we're, we just have no idea what the repercussions of that is going to be. It's really, really terrifying. So there are other options. You can find things at, I found things at Whole Foods that are, it's like a cornstarch and some type of food, depending on what color you get. Um, there's like 
anyway, so that's, that's an option. It does tend to feel less like I'll be honest. I don't. Whereas if I was using a conventional dry shampoo aerosol brand, I might be able to go like four to five days without washing my hair. Well, now I can go two days without washing my hair and using dry shampoo a third day if I use one of these more natural dry shampoos. But after that, like the buildup of these products, it's, it doesn't feel as great as the original. And I'll be completely honest, like, or as the conventional, I guess I should say it doesn't work quite. It works pretty well. It absorbs all of the oils in your hair and everything, but, um, it does like, you can see it slightly like it doesn't match and blend in with your hair quite as well and you can feel it Uh, like if you scratch your scalp or something it'll get like underneath your fingernails which is kind of weird um but the ones that i like better than the ones at at whole foods or natural grocers i like uh, i don't even know how to say this rahua voluminous dry shampoo you can get on amazon there's also lulu organics hair powder so both of those are dry shampoos they're free of talc parabens, sulfates, phthalates, aluminum, petroleum, and they're not aerosol. Awesome. So I don't use a lot of dry shampoo anymore. So I haven't yeah, those, into it anymore. Those would be my only recommendations for it. So for me personally, you were like, switch to switch your mascara. For me, if you can switch anything, it would be getting rid of your conventional dry shampoo. And body lotion because you're spraying that all over your skin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the other one that I'm pretty passionate about is perfumes. And there are just so many chemicals in perfumes. And one of the biggest reasons why I'm passionate about this is that chronic illness is such a widespread thing these days. And so by putting a perfume, a chemical-filled perfume on your own skin, you're not just impacting your own health, but also the health of those around you who can smell that. So there are so many chemicals in perfumes. And again, going back to like all the chemicals that you see on these ingredients labels and how it may be a little overwhelming because you can't really understand any. Well, on these perfumes, you'll see a lot of benzels and ethyls. Now these are going to be a lot less of a concern than phthalates. So phthalates specifically um, are included in almost every perfume. And one of them is actually cited in several studies to be linked to reproductive health problems in both men and women. And again, this is another one that you're putting on your wrist. You're putting right next to your lymph nodes and causing stagnation and just putting so much on. It's just, it's kind of a a scary one. So my recommendation for this is to use essential oils and I'm not an essential oil. I'm an essential oil advocate, but I'm not like a, a purist where I feel like you have to use a particular brand or anything. There are brands that are better than others. Um, let's see. I like, I like the oils at natural grocers just fine. We'll link to the, the two brands that I really like because I can't recall off the top of my head, either their brand names, but, um, there are a couple that I would recommend over others and you can get those on Amazon or you can get them in a health food store. You can mix water, witch hazel and essential oils and like a little spray bottle that you can buy from whole foods and use that to make your own perfumes. So I really like lavender, which is just the one that I use, but if you really want like a real perfume that's 
good and you want to spend some money on it, because I know a lot of people like to spend money on perfumes, Goop, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's brand actually makes perfumes now. So you can find some there. Awesome. So that was a lot. <laughs> yes. His closing thoughts. This will take time to switch over to all this stuff. I have been on this journey for a very long time and I still have things I'm switching over. And I wrote in my blog post, you know, like what about bronzers and plushes and this and that. And there are so many things that I haven't tried yet because you know, I'm paying for all this stuff out of pocket too. Like I said, I'm not affiliated with any of these. So it takes time to switch everything over. But if you can just pick one or two things the next time one of your, you know, next time your mascara runs out, next time your foundation to try something cleaner, um, you know, that's an awesome first step. That's how I started. And it took me years to get to where I am now and I still have more to go. So don't be overwhelmed by thinking that you need to go out and get all of this. Just, this is a slow process. So I hope this was helpful and I hope that, um, some of these brands can help you out, but we're going to move on to a fun thing. I think we have time for the fun thing. Yeah, let's do the fun thing. And, and can- together a fun thing. We can cut it out uh, and post it onto another one if we. Oh, no. I'm sure there was like so much nothingness I said in this episode that you can just like cut out. So, okay. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, game show time. Okay. I was this is at. The game show segment. Yes. Ba, ba, ba. Insert Nutrition. little game shows sound noise. This um, isn't just like Jeopardy. Yes. So, I was so at a, I was at a hair salon just yesterday and saw this article in Cosmo magazine, which I haven't read in, you know, years. And so I thought it would be fun to kind of uh, do a little play on this article and have Michelle guess, which are the two published truths and which is an improvement by me. (laughs) (laughs) This is like a health magazine. No, it it wasn't even a health magazine. So I'm going to explain it more. Okay. So Cosmo magazine posted this article. Cosmo. Cosmo. Yeah. 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 So it's called easy food fixes was the article. And these are easy food fixes according to Dr. Oz. (laughs) So I'm going Uh, to, I used to get all of my nutrition advice from like shape magazine and it's like popcorn, hummus, and peanut butter. And there you go. You're healthy. So yeah, there's, I'm, this is what you were reading. Dr. Oz actually has some great suggestions. Um, he gave three suggestions for four common woes and they are healing snack prescriptions. Now, mm-hmm. one of them I was able to improve on and two of them I just left as is. So I'm going to have Michelle guess which one I improved on and which were Dr. Oz's recommendations. Okay. For PMS, right? Yeah. Well, there's four, there's four different common woes. So PMS okay. is the first one. Okay. I gave Michelle a little bit of background. I only told her PMS. Because <laughs> you're like, I'm, I'm going to do this crazy thing. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So, so she doesn't know anything. Okay. No, I know. Painful PMS is the first common woe. So of these three foods, which are the two that Oz recommended and which is the one that I improved on? So there is salmon, eggs, and ghee. I'm going to say that you probably said ghee. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So salmon and eggs. Salmon. He I feel said, like that's pretty mainstream. 
Yeah. So salmon, he said, is anti-inflammatory. He recommends eating it uh, three times a week, one serving three times a week, and it can even help with breast tenderness, which is great. Then there are eggs. Eggs have vitamin D, B6, and E, which supposedly can help with painful PMS. And ghee is my addition. So Dr. Oz recommended flax seeds for omega-3s, and I changed it since the omegas and flax are not as easily available as they are in ghee. Yes, that's a great swap. I've always kind of eye-rolled at flax everywhere. So, yeah. I mean, it's it. fine, but you know, it's not a great, it's really not a great source of, of omega-3s. He is better. Okay. So number two, common woe is belly bloat. Okay. So here are his five suggestions to help combat belly bloat. Well, no, two suggestions plus my one. Okay. okay. There is fiber filled veggies, parsley, and papaya. Oh, that's hard. Um, of what he would say, what you would say. Um, I'm going to say that you probably said fiber-filled veggies. You are good. <laughs> we talk a lot. I know kind of just like how you talk at this point. We have at least like 12 hours on record of like that people can find of us just jabbing. Gabbing yeah, things. that's kind of crazy. I know the words you use. <laughs> okay, so... Fiber-filled veggies is my improvement from his suggestion of whole grains. Dr. Oz recommended to add whole grains for fiber, and he recommends adding five grams a day until you hit 25 grams a day in total. I also like the recommendation of 25 grams a day of fiber-filled veggies um, or a fiber, but getting those from vegetables rather than whole grains. And then for parsley, he recommends that to prevent water retention. I'm kind of on the fence on that suggestion, but I left it in there. And then there is papaya, which contains an enzyme that helps break down your food. So that's a great product to add in if you're not digesting your food well. Yeah, I agree with that one. Okay, two more. Killer headaches is the next one. So we have sauerkraut juice, watermelon, and dark leafy greens. Um, oh boy. So I'm going to say that he definitely probably said watermelon. That seems like a very just like PC thing to say. <laughs> um, I'm going to say you probably said water, uh, sauerkraut. I did. I said sauerkraut juice. His, imp- his original recommendation was pickle juice. He recommended <laughs> drinking a quarter cup for electrolytes. The what? problem with pickle juice, I love pickles. I love me a... Oh, I do love pickles Bobby's too. Bobby's pickle. But yeah. I feel like generalizing saying pickle juice um, is really going to get you like a green dye, sea salt, Corn. vinegar drink or yeah. you know yeah, yeah yeah drink i guess because it's juice um whereas sauerkraut is actually going to be fermented so you can't find actual fermented pickles but the majority mm-hmm. of them are not uh watermelon for dehydration and dark leafy greens were recommended for magnesium which helps reduce migraine frequency okay last one chronic low energy coconut oil in your coffee white mushrooms and cherry juice cherry juice okay that sounds like something he would say i'm gonna say that you said coconut oil in your coffee i thought you would say that and it wasn't <laughs> really yeah he legit said coconut oil in your coffee yeah so i probably should have known that you would say butter and he would say coconut oil he probably yeah. 
talk about butter. So which one did you say? <laughs> um, so co- coconut oil in coffee, he suggests for slowing the absorption of the caffeine, which is a great recommendation that could be yeah. with any fat. So any digestive fat is going to help slow that absorption of caffeine into your bloodstream also helps blood sugar spikes. I recommended the white mushrooms and his recommendation was quinoa. He recommended eating a cup a day for 15% of your iron, which helps to revive energy levels. White mushrooms also has 50% of iron for one cup. So that's why I recommended that one. And then cherry juice. I freaking love cherry juice. So we buy tart cherry juice. It's actually not very Mm -hmm. sweet. And I mix that with soda water and it is the best. Um, But that's for natural melatonin, which helps to regulate your sleep. Awesome. Love it. Game show. (laughs) That was fun. Just so you guys know, Anne has been wanting to do a game show styled thing on the podcast forever. And you delivered. That was I finally made it work. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. That was good though. I feel like Dr. Oz now, at least in the holistic world, has a reputation of just being just kind of all just mainstream grossness but some of those were good recommendations right i know that 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 made me happy kudos dr oz some of those things but obviously i like yours better thanks all right we'll come back next week we'll talk about stuff yeah i don't know if we want to say what we're going to talk about because we keep pushing this particular podcast (laughs) off pushing things but so that was tons of fun being able to talk about all this all this fun stuff. It put me in a way better mood for the rest of the week because the okay. beginning of this week I was so overwhelmed. So thank you for this conversation. Yeah, this was great. And Michelle and I have <laughs> talked about potentially putting together like a workshop where we talk more about these types of detoxification systems and like just different ways to detox and how to how to detox your environment in a way that makes it not so overwhelming and scary. So if you're interested in that, let us know and we can prioritize it. We love feedback. We love the reviews. We love the comments. This is what, you know, colors our content, what we put out there. Most of the things that you see on my blog for sure come from recommendations and questions. So Year, ask questions and give us all of that feedback the more that we talk about it and deliver the good information. So reviews, comments, Facebook group threads, we love it all. So have a great week, you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Unbound Healing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe in iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, you can find more from me, Anne, at grassfedsalsa.com and more from Michelle at unboundwellness.com. We'll see you next week. Bye.